0: Autism in girls. Here are five intriguing difficulties presented by my friend says who's an autistic female. So I basically interviewed a friend of mine says Francis from her channel about being an autistic female. And I thought it'd be really cool to ask her five questions about difficulties that she faces and how that kind of compares to males as well on the spectrum. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this interview. So I asked her five questions and I'm gonna um, switch between. So basically I'm gonna ask the questions and then we'll switch to her. She'll be answering the questions switch back to me asking the questions. So let's do that right now.
1: Hi everyone, my name is says Francis and I am an autistic and epileptic YouTuber. I post videos on my channel every week where I focus on raising awareness and acceptance for autism and epilepsy. And I'm also a big huge fan of Disney and Hey Arnold, which I have shown on my channel. And I'm also a big fan of history. And also I'm very passionate in charity work. And very soon in April, of this year, which is 2019, me and two other volunteers are going to be participating in the National Autistic Society's Night Spectrum Walk to raise money for such a wonderful organization and for a good cause as well. Yeah, a really huge honor to be here. Dan, thank you so much for allowing me to participate in this wonderful collab. I really do appreciate it. And I'm really excited to be answering your questions today.
0: Okay, so my first question for Saz is how do you see people respond when you say you have autism versus when males say they have it do you see there's a difference there
1: well to be honest I've never seen a male person actually tell someone else that they're autistic and they haven't told me what their response was so I really don't know but in my perspective I have talked about my autism a lot to most people especially my class peers whilst I was in education and um what um, they said in response to that was something I didn't quite expect but at the time I really didn't really think about my proper response but I don't know why I responded to that and I think looking back on it now I would say I did it for a right reason but probably not knowing it or maybe I've done this for the wrong reason I don't know because my brain is not really functioning very well and it still doesn't function very well so from what I can remember is that when I was younger when I told a lot of people about my autism they would say you don't look autistic. And I would say, well, appearances can be deceiving. And I don't know why I said that. And uh, like I said before, my mind is still confused about it. But I think I... I'm sort of starting to think that I stood up for myself a little bit but then also I've said to them that this is how I see it and I don't want anyone to judge me on this but I don't really know but I'm gonna still try and figure this one out because it's been so long since I have talked to someone I was on the autistic spectrum but I don't really know what to expect and I still don't know what to expect especially if I go into the workplace in the near future because I'm a volunteer well I actually volunteer for four jobs and also I haven't told much people about my autism or my epilepsy which it, it's the fear of being judged.
0: Thanks says, okay then on to my next question how do you feel help and support access is different from that of males do you think that there's more help available for males? Well,
1: To be honest, this is a very difficult question. I've never really, really seen males who have had help and support through education. Because when I was at school, I went to an all-girls school and this is something that, it it was pretty hard for me to answer, really. But as I got a little bit older, I started to actually pick up on a few things really because I have some friends outside of YouTube who are my friends and who are also male and one of them who talked with me about their education said that they had uh, they had a little bit of help and support but not as much as they would like to and because they actually studied in a boarding school I can imagine these things may be a little bit 50-50 but again this is not my experience this is other people's experience but for my experience I found that help and support access isn't very easy and I still don't know if it's really easy today and when I was back in education I felt that I did get some support but I really didn't get the support I truly needed and the support I think that was lacking for me was reassurance and emotional support and by that I mean just trying to let up my other emotions as well as being happy. And um, when I was at school, I always used to mask my other feelings, especially when it comes to trying to say about how you feel, especially if you are being bullied, criticised or judged. And I always used to feel bullied and criticised and judged when I was at both primary and secondary school.
0: Awesome. Thanks, says. So the next question is, What would you say your biggest challenges are in daily living?
1: It's a little bit of a 50-50 situation, but most of the challenges that I struggle with are mainly to do with my epilepsy rather than my autism. But there are times where my autism does get in the way a little bit from time to time, but mostly it's my epilepsy. And the challenges that I really struggle at the moment are researching stuff. So in this case, finding a job. And like I answered before in a previous question. I do volunteering and most of it is working around with children and although I really enjoy it, I still struggle a little bit from time to time. And um, I haven't been in work for about two years, which is a little bit of a pain in the backside, but it's quite tricky as well, because I have come out with a degree And I feel like I have used it for nothing really and I do get stressed about it and emotional but I think this is something that I'm going to have to really stop and think of the reality because there's nothing you can really do about it in the situation and I have to find another way and I am trying to get loads of help and support but... Yeah, I do still struggle a little bit from time to time, but hopefully, fingers crossed, everything will probably be okay. But speaking of voluntary jobs, the other bits that I find challenging from daily living are my listening and verbal skills. Now, I have language and learning difficulties as well, and sometimes when it comes to speech, I mix up my words, and some people don't really understand me. But when it comes to listening as well, I try to listen and take all the things in but sometimes I can listen to things a lot and sometimes if it's noise around me I can be quite sensitive and if there's um, one person talking to me in a very noisy room I try to focus on that person but I just miss a little couple of bits and my brain really doesn't register for the things that I should be listening to so by the time I do a task I will get a little bit of hiccups and I will get told off for it which is not good. But So I think this is a thing that I am struggling with as well and then also the last thing I'm really struggling with is transport. Now I'm not a really an independent traveller, well in fact you could probably say that I am a semi-independent traveller and this is mainly due to my epilepsy. I have... This is a quite hard to explain, really, but I think to put it in that sense, I did start to learn how to drive when I was roughly about eighteen, nineteen. But, but I think after I had like two seizures, it wasn't really going to be the case, and this has put a grounding halt to my driving practice.
0: Thanks, says. Okay, so my next question, says, is how do you think education establishments treat? females with autism differently
1: like I said before in question two I went to an all-girls school but it was a religious school so it was an all-girls Roman Catholic school and the educational establishments they were okay-ish I think but um, it depends on what's the situation with it really my school that I went to as well was mainstream I never went to a specialist school I only went to two mainstream schools and my primary school was also a mainstream school. Primary school I had it really really bad. I managed to actually um, get some stuff done that I needed but unfortunately primary school didn't really treat me as well and um, despite having staff members who have helped me and support me and they have been very kind, the places where I had to have one-to-one support wasn't really that great and I had to go into different places to study. So from what I can remember, I had to have one-to-one support either in the school hallway or in a staff room, or in most of the cases, and it's pretty horrible, in a corner next to the toilets. And let me tell you, it was absolutely disgusting. However, the staff at the school decided to build a storage cupboard. But unfortunately, when I was reaching to the end of my primary school education, I went into that storage cupboard with another autistic student and we had our one-to-one support sessions there. I feel that they would have given me better support really because what they did was that as well as they had given me like supports just to help me do my homework and just to help me prepare for studies for exams, they've given me some stuff that I really didn't feel comfortable doing and some of the stuff that I worked on was to do with some worksheets like spot the difference on health and safety all on a piece of paper and you have to circle them to spot the difference so and mentally, it was for children who were about seven. So in this case, it should never be used for a student who is over the age of 13 or sometimes 11.
0: Thanks so much, Says. Okay, so my last question to you, Says, is what needs slash support would you say females on the spectrum need differently to males?
1: Well, this is kind of like a little roundup to the questions I've already answered. But in my own opinion, there are things that I really haven't explained which I would really recommend to parents, guardians, siblings, friends, teachers, basically anyone who is currently looking after teaching or helping a female on the autistic spectrum. So through my own experience, the help and support that females on the autistic spectrum may need is Extra tuition, especially if they aren't really studying things that they should have been studying in school. But then there are other examples as well, such as having difficulty with maths, having difficulty with English, or probably trying something a little bit different that can help them improve on their grades and feel more confident about the exams that they feel that they're not good at, or maybe they want to improve on. And I did have a tutor that gave me access to that and I'm so so grateful for her even though I was a pain in the back sometimes <laughs> but I'm really really glad that she managed to give me these opportunities and we still keep in touch and this is really incredible and amazing because I don't know what I would do without her so this is something I would really suggest that it could be worth a try the second thing that I would suggest to do is to help them feel more comfortable and confident because sometimes with school and social life some girls on the autistic spectrum may feel uncomfortable in a particular environment or they just feel sensitive around people or something like that. So the second thing I would recommend you could try and suggest uh, girls on the autistic spectrum to participate in local dramatic groups, study drama at school or take some workshop and sessions and I I would say mainly improvised comedy. Now that helped me a lot and it made me feel more confident about myself and it made me feel confident about the people around me. I studied drama at GCSE and although I didn't come out with a very good grade I had a really lovely experience and a lovely time and I took this passion with me to a local drama school called Chicken Shed which is an inclusive theatre company in London. And through the GCSE drama and Chicken Shed, I would say that doing dramatic performances and participating in solos and duets or something like that and and performing in different productions for different age groups was quite a really good experience. It was a massive opportunity. But then also I would suggest to try and allow them to participate in a comedy group, especially if it comes to improvised comedy. Now again this is something that's really helped me build up my confidence and especially since I am very comfortable performing on the stage. Doing improvised comedy has helped me just to expand my mind a little bit more just to try and get creative and just try and imagine that you are in a real life situation talking to the person who you would talk to in real life and it's made me feel confident in greeting people it's made me feel confident about being honest with myself thank you so much dan and yeah i hope you have a lovely day bye
0: thank you so much says for coming on the channel and having the opportunity to have you on my channel which is super awesome so i'm so humble for that thank you so much